Issue Review, Fiscal Services Division, November 3, 2011. Instructional Support Program Funding Inequities. Issue, school districts may receive funding for the Instructional Support Program subject to school board or voter approval. Program funding is based on a formula that includes a local funding provision, property tax and income surtax, and a state aid component. When initially implemented, state aid was distributed through a formula designed to provide property tax equity and equalize the property tax burden between school districts. Since the initial year of the program, the state aid portion has not been fully funded and in fiscal year 2012, no state dollars were appropriated for the program. The result of underfunding the state aid portion of the program has led to an inequity in the amount of funds school districts receive from the program. In fiscal year 2012, the portion of actual program funding for school districts ranged from a low of 52.6% to a high of 93.8%. This issue review examines the inequity in more detail. Affected agencies, Iowa Department of Management, local school districts, Iowa Code Authority, Sections 257.18 through 257.27. Background. The Instructional Support Program was created during the 1989 legislative session with enactment of House File 535 School and Area Education Agency Financing Act and implementation of the program beginning in fiscal year 1992. When fully funded, the program allows districts to increase their general fund budgets by up to 10% of the total regular program district cost. The funding is considered miscellaneous income and can be used for any general fund purpose, with some restrictions by the school district. Districts may implement the program for a five-year duration with local school board approval subject to reverse referendum or 10 years with voter approval. Program funding consists of local taxes. These include property taxes or a combination of property taxes and an income surtax and state aid based on an instructional support program funding formula. The formula provided that state aid fund 25% of the program and be distributed equitably so that districts with relatively higher property tax valuations receive less state funding in relation to districts that have relatively lower property tax valuation. However, since fiscal year 1993, the state aid appropriation for the instructional support program has been capped and the state aid portion of the formula has not been fully funded. Unadjusted state aid. This amount is generated through the program funding formula and has increased from $12.5 million in fiscal year 1993 to $68.5 million in fiscal year 2012. The amount has increased annually and is due mainly to additional districts participating in the program. State aid appropriation. When originally enacted, state aid for the instructional support program was a standing unlimited appropriation similar to the school aid appropriation with the amount determined by the program funding formula and state aid totaled $12.5 million in the initial year fiscal year 1992. The law was modified beginning in fiscal year 1993 to adjust the state aid appropriation amount and freeze the appropriation at $14.8 million. The appropriation was adjusted to $14.4 million beginning in fiscal year 2005 and was reduced to $13.1 million in fiscal year 2010, $7.5 million in fiscal year 2011, and zero in fiscal year 2012. 
unfunded state aid. This amount is the difference between the unadjusted state aid amount generated through the program formula and the state aid appropriation amount. The unfunded state aid amount has increased annually due to the increase in the unadjusted state aid amount and no increases in the state aid appropriation amount increased from zero in fiscal year 1992 to $68.5 million in fiscal year 2012. School districts do not maintain spending authority on the unfunded state aid amount. Local funding. Local funding includes local property taxes and local income surtax used to fund the program. The amount of local funding is determined by program formula and has increased from $35 million in fiscal year 1992 to $185.6 million in fiscal year 2012. The intent of the formula was to provide equalization in local taxing by providing more state aid to property poor districts than to property rich districts. However, because the state aid appropriation has been capped, property poor districts receive a smaller portion of total funding than property rich districts. Total funded amount. This amount is the sum of the local funding and the state aid appropriation. As the number of districts participating in the program has increased, so has the total funded amount. Funding has increased from $47.5 million in fiscal year 1992 to $185.6 million in fiscal year 2012. The fiscal year 2012 total decreased compared to the fiscal year 2011 amount because there was no state aid appropriation for the program. Unadjusted total. The unadjusted total is the amount generated from the program formula and is the sum of the unadjusted state aid amount and the local funding amount. This amount has increased annually from $47.5 million in fiscal year 1992 to $254 million in fiscal year 2012. Current situation. As noted earlier, funding for the instructional support program is formula-based. The original intent of the program funding formula was to provide equalization of local effort between school districts. The formula was designed to provide more state funding to school districts that were considered property poor in relation to school districts that were considered property rich. State aid is determined by a state aid equalization rate based on the ratio of the average statewide valuation per pupil to the district's valuation per pupil and then multiplied by 25% specified in code section 257.20. After the state aid equalization rate is calculated, the rate is multiplied by the unadjusted program total to determine the amount of state aid generated from the formula. The remaining portion of the program funding consists of local property tax or a combination of property tax and local income surtax. Since the state aid portion of the formula funding has not been fully funded since fiscal year 1992, state law requires that the portion that is funded be prorated between participating districts based on the overall amount of state aid generated through the formula. Additionally, school districts do not maintain spending authority on the unfunded state aid portion. The result leads to an imbalance in program funding that causes property poor districts to receive a smaller portion of program funding compared to property rich districts. I will provide an example of this inequity in instructional support program funding based on two school districts in Iowa for fiscal year 2012. The example compares the Ballard School District, property poor, the lowest per pupil valuation in the state, to the Okaboji School District, property rich, second highest per pupil valuation in the state. Each district has a program percentage of 
10% is the statutory minimum, meaning that the unadjusted total program funding will be 10% of the district's total regular program district cost. Ballard's unadjusted instructional support program total is $898,334. The district is considered property poor with a statewide valuation per pupil to district valuation per pupil ratio of 1.8963 and a state aid equalization rate of 0.4741. The ratio indicates that of the total unadjusted program funding amount, 47.4% will be state aid or $425,900 and 52.6% will be from local taxes or $472,434. Because there is no state funding for the program, the district has funding totaling $472,434 and is approximately 52.6% of the funding generated for the district through the program formula. The local property tax rate required to generate the local portion of the program funding is $2.2153 per $1,000 of taxable valuation. Okaboji, a property rich district, is on the opposite end of the spectrum with a state aid ratio of point. 0628, meaning 6.3% of the total unadjusted program funding, total of $527,818, will be state aid, $33,147, and 93.7% will be from local taxes, $494,671. In fiscal year 2012, despite no state funding, Okaboji will receive 93.7% of the unadjusted program total amount. The local property tax required to generate the local portion of the program funding is $0.5174 at $1,000 of taxable valuation. Although the local program funding amounts are generally similar, Ballard at $472,434 and Okaboji at $494,671, the tax rates required to generate those funds differ significantly. Ballard at $2.2153 and Okaboji at $0.5174. The unadjusted program total per pupil amounts are similar. Ballard at $588 and Okaboji at $607, a variance of 3.1%. However, the actual funding per pupil varies significantly. Ballard at $309 and Okaboji at $569, a variance of 45.6%. The unadjusted total and the actual amount funded on a per pupil basis. The following reviews the changes for fiscal year 1992, fiscal year 1997, fiscal year 2002, fiscal year 2007 and fiscal year 2012 and the funding percentages for districts participating in the program during those fiscal years. Fiscal year 1992, the state aid portion was fully funded in fiscal year 1992 and all school districts received 100% of the program funding. The range between the lowest and highest per pupil funding amount was $69, a variance of 17.8% and reflects the difference in the district cost per pupil amount and the inclusion of the budget guarantee in the calculation of the unadjusted program total. Fiscal year 1997, state aid was capped at $14.8 million and the state aid shortfall totaled $9.3 million. The percentage of actual funding to the unadjusted total ranged from a maximum of 96.2% to a minimum of 80.3%. The range between the maximum and minimum per pupil amounts was $108, a variance of 25.7%. Fiscal year 2002, 
State aid was capped at $14.8 million and the state aid shortfall totaled $22.6 million. The percentage of actual funding to the unadjusted total ranged from a maximum of 94.9% to a minimum of 69.7%. The range between the maximum and minimum per pupil amounts was $227, a variance of 41.9%. Fiscal year 2007. State aid was capped at $14.4 million and the state aid shortfall totaled $38.9 million. The percentage of actual funding to the unadjusted total ranged from a maximum of 94.3% to a minimum of 65.3%. The range between the maximum and minimum per pupil amounts was $265, a variance of 44.2%. Fiscal year 2012, there was no state aid funding and the state aid shortfall total $68.5 million. The percentage of actual funding to the unadjusted total ranged from a maximum of 93.5% to a minimum of 52.6%. The range between the maximum and minimum per pupil amounts has grown to $318, a variance of 50.7%. The range between districts at the maximum and minimum percentage has increased annually in general because of the divergence between property poor and property rich school districts, the additional number of school districts participating in the program, and the increase in the unfunded state portion of the funding formula. Property poor school districts are getting less funding from the program than property rich school districts. Alternatives and budget impact. Funding for the state aid portion of the instructional support program has been set at 0% for fiscal year 2013 and the Legislative Services Agency, LSA, anticipates that the range between the maximum percentage and minimum percentage in actual funding to the unadjusted total will increase again. Based on current statute, the Instructional Support Program State Aid Appropriation will be funded at $14.8 million beginning in fiscal year 2014 and future fiscal years. Although this may result in a one-year decrease in the funding percentage range, the LSA estimates that the range will increase again beginning in fiscal year 2015 due to the state aid appropriation cap. To address the inequity in the instructional support program funding, the General Assembly may wish to consider the following alternatives. Make no change to the current program. One alternative is to make no changes to the current program. This option may result in an increase in the funding inequities in future fiscal years depending on the level of state funding in future fiscal years. However, the program is optional for districts and would allow for local discretion to participate in the program and generate funding through local taxes if desired. Fully fund the state aid portion of the instructional support program formula. The state aid portion of the program has not been fully funded since fiscal year 1992. Fully funding the state aid portion would result in all school districts participating in the program to receive their full share of the unadjusted program total. The state aid cost for fully funding the program totaled $68.5 million in fiscal year 2012 based on 95.2% of districts participating in the program. Fully funding the state aid portion may incent additional participation within the program. The LSA estimates that if all districts participate, the state aid portion required would be approximately $71.2 million based on fiscal year 2012 data. Fully funding the state aid portion of the program is an alternative that would require legislative action and would increase state general fund expenditures by a minimum of $70 million each fiscal year. Grant Spending Authority for the Unfunded Portion of the Program Funding Formula 
Currently, the unfunded portion of the state aid for the instructional support program is not included in a school district's spending authority. However, another alternative the General Assembly may wish to consider is allowing school districts to maintain spending authority for the unfunded portion, allowing school districts to levy local taxes for the unfunded state aid portion in a similar alternative. A benefit of this alternative would be that school districts would have the decision to receive the entire portion of the revenue for the program. However, a drawback is that the local effort required to fully fund the program will differ significantly. Change the funding formula. Another alternative the General Assembly may wish to consider is to change the instructional support funding formula. Some alternatives could include restructure the instructional support funding formula to allow any state aid appropriated for the program in future years to be distributed based on the ability of the local school district to generate local tax revenue. This alternative would eliminate the unadjusted and unfunded state aid portion of the current formula. Examples of methods of providing state aid for the instructional support program to districts include eliminating the 25% state funding percentage factor currently built into the formula and replacing it with an adjustable percentage that would be based on any state funding appropriated for the program. This alternative would provide for a more equitable distribution of state funding and eliminate the unfunded portion of the program. Using a mechanism similar to the property tax equity and relief PTER fund formula, districts with the lowest per pupil valuations would receive state funding while districts with higher per pupil valuations may not depending on the amount of state aid appropriated for the instructional support program. Both of the previous alternatives could include variations. An issue pertaining to these alternatives would include the impact on local taxes due to the timing and amount of the instructional support program appropriation. For example, if no state funding were provided, the portion of the formula that was designed to provide equity would be negated. Eliminate the state aid portion and allow school districts to levy local taxes for a percentage of their total regular program district cost. Based on fiscal year 2012 data, establishing a maximum rate of 5% would generate a total of $142.3 million if all school districts participated. Each 1% is approximately $28.4 million. Funding generated at 5% maximum level is approximately $43.3 million below the current amount of local tax revenue generated for the instructional support program. This alternative does not address the issue of inequity between property poor and property rich districts because there still may be a difference in property tax rates to generate the local revenue for the program. Repeal the instructional support program. The original instructional support program legislation provided a funding formula that distributed state aid in a manner to provide for an equalization of the local tax effort. The effect of that formula distribution methodology has not been utilized since the initial year, fiscal year 1992. Freezing or not funding the state aid appropriation has resulted in a loss of program revenues that is disproportionate between school districts impacting property poor school districts the most. In order to eliminate this funding inequity, one alternative the General Assembly may wish to consider is elimination of the instructional support program. Based on fiscal year 2012 data, this alternative would reduce local school district taxes and school district funding by approximately $185.6 million. 
These alternatives are presented as examples for discussion purposes and are not considered all-inclusive. Data for these alternatives is available from the LSA on request. This issue review was written and researched by Sean Snyder with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency. He can be reached at 515-281-7799. To view all charts, tables, and other graphics, please go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov and click on the LSA Publications tab and then click on Fiscal Analysis. Then click on Issue Reviews.